When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Family, we have breaking news in the sports world, and this is big. Jim Harbaugh, coach of 9-0, number three in the nation, Michigan, suspended tentatively for the next three games. That is the rest of the regular season. Now, why is this such a huge deal? Because you have to remember, Michigan is currently 9-0. They're facing 8-1 Penn State this weekend. Big noon kickoff. The whole world is watching. Michigan is currently on a fast track once again to the college football playoffs. However, with Harbaugh being suspended, now up in the air is how well they will be coached because he is not allowed to coach from the sideline. Now think about this. If Michigan beats Penn State, they cruise, they play Ohio State, win that game, and then they are obviously likely in the college football playoffs. But... If Michigan loses to Penn State, Michigan would have one loss. Penn State would have one loss. And Ohio State would still be undefeated. This is huge for the college football world, huge for the state of Michigan. Now, what is going on? Connor Stallions, he was an associate of Michigan. He was an analyst on that squad from 2022 until last week when he resigned. He was seen stealing signals on behalf of Michigan. Now, if you ask Connor Stallions, he said that Harbaugh did not send him to do it. However, everything starts at the top. So Harbaugh is the man who is being punished, although if you ask the Big Ten representatives, they say this is not a punishment of Jim Harbaugh. This is a punishment of Michigan. But when you are the head coach of Michigan, a punishment of Michigan is a punishment of you. So, to conclude the breaking news, Harbaugh suspended for the rest of the regular season. Two of Michigan's next games, Ohio State, Penn State. You lose to Penn State, you are in a world of trouble. Last year, they made the college football playoffs. Harbaugh has beat Ohio State two years running after losing to Ohio State for consecutive years when he first showed up in Michigan. No story in college football can get bigger than the story I just told you about. I will keep you up to date on all of the breaking news, but this is huge for college. Now, what is huge for the NFL as we transition is what you witnessed last night. Justin Fields, Chicago Bears. Well, Justin Fields was not present. That's why it's such a big story, because the Bears have somehow found ways to win without him. Let me break this down for you. See, Justin Fields, he only won two of his last 18 games as a starter. Two of his last 18 games. Meanwhile, he's dealing with the thumb injury. They put him on the bench to rehab to get better. Now you got a guy last name Bajan out of D2 schools, and the Bears have won two of their last four games. So to do the simple math, to conclude all of this conversation, Justin Fields, first-round pick out of Ohio State, has won two of his last 18, but now without him, the Chicago Bears have seemingly gotten better and... They currently own the Panthers' first-round pick, and the Panthers only got one win. It might be time to move off of Justin Fields, heading to the desk. A whole lot of information that has been discussed and that will be discussed. Shady McCoy, what's up with you, bro? You like this? I like this, man. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. That's Shady McCoy on the far end. That's Super Bowl champ James Jones. Shady has a Super Bowl of his own right. To the right, that is the brilliant one and only Dr. Joy Taylor. Let's get into some sports talk, please, because I said a lot, and I'm tired of listening to myself. Shady, the Bears. Justin Fields, they put a lot into him. They invested a lot into him. Yeah. They chose him, instead of using the number one overall pick, to draft a quarterback. They could have drafted C.J. Stroud. They said, no, we like Justin Fields, but he's only won two of his last 18 starts. Now the backup quarterback, Bajant, Bajant, he's already won two of his last four starts. Have the Bears seen enough from anybody 
to move on from Justin Fields. They've been seen enough. Mm -hmm. It's been over. I don't know what they're waiting for. They had a chance to get the number one pick last year, and what did they do with it? They said, no, we're going to pass on that. We're going to keep Justin Fields. But then again, to his credit, they gave him another number one receiver, and DJ Moore, who's really, really good, yep. some office lineman, right? So I get what they were trying to do. Now that you've seen it for your own eyes, I guess they didn't see it before, but now you see it now. The kid is six. And 25. As a starter, that's what he is. Yeah. What are we waiting for? What, what, how much do you need to see? See, one thing about rookies, I never judge them because it's a whole new environment, right? You go from college to the NFL, the best of the best, the elite of the elite. And it takes time. You got the learning curves. You got the physical part of it. You have all these different things. You, you're, you're, you're an adult now. You're paying your own bills. You got to pay taxes. <laughs> all these things matter. So now, first year to your second year, you should see some improvement. The biggest jump in football is from year one to year two, yeah, right? I agree. From year two to year three, mm. we should even see even more of a jump. Time to go. And we haven't seen it. Yeah. I don't know the kid. He must be a good kid, though. Must be a great personality because everybody's always trying to defend him and make an excuse up for him why he's not playing well, why he's not winning games. I'll just say this. Bears, we had the same thing last year with the first round or the first pick of the draft. Don't mess it up again. Mm. It's a kid named Caleb Williams. Yeah, he might cry sometimes, but boy, he can play. <laughs> and boy, he can win. A lot of talent. Go out there and get him. Do not make the same mistake again. Please. James, you think the Bears have seen enough? No. Whoa. They need to see more? <laughs> they, need, they need to see more. Um, no, to be honest with you, though, all jokes aside, and, and, and I know me and oh, I ain't joking. go back and forth on Justin Fields, but I think this is a really tough decision for the Chicago Bears. I do. Because when you look at Justin Fields' last three games, he got 716 passing yards, nine touchdowns, two picks before he hurt his thumb. Right? So that's improvement, <clears throat> if, if you ask me. Right? They came out of a conversation saying, I just need to play football, open this playbook up. Since they've done that, Justin Fields has been playing really good football. With all that being said... It's been some bust, right? Right? So everybody think it's just like, boom, slam dunk, like these first rounders. Like, I'm looking at some of these first rounders. Josh Rosen, number 10. Zach Wilson. What's Zach Wilson's record? 500. He winning some games because of him. You know, so, so a lot of these times that we, we, we look at these wins, I know it's a quarterback stat, but these quarterbacks, can he pick it? It's because of him? No, so, so but, uh, but, but he winning? You know, you know, so a lot of these stats when you're talking about winning and all that, you know, sometimes it's a team game. No, all the time it's a team game. Always, you're right. And you got to find ways to win. Sometimes offense may not be good. Defense got to hold them up. But with all that being said, I think these last three games to what we've seen from Justin Fields before he got hurt, he was playing at a very, very high level. And I think that's something that can catch this attention from this just, coach just, staff just to a say, quick question. we'll pass again on that just first Just a quick question before the, before the queen goes. Right? Before the queen goes. <laughs> Did, did we all did we all watch Justin Fields lose these games? Had a game one. He done lost a couple of them for us. I've seen, I've seen that happen. He done lost a couple of them for I'm us. I'm just saying, like, so tell the people that, too. We've seen, we seen a lot of quarterbacks. <laughs> a lot of my American Zach Wilson lost there. some, too, and they 500 is what I'm saying. Dory, this is not a Zach Wilson conversation. Thank you. It is a conversation <laughs> about seeing enough of Justin Fields. Well, seeing enough of the Bears with Justin Fields' absence. You think the Bears have seen enough to move on? Yes. Uh, I mean, he's in year three. And, look, it's unfortunate that he's hurt, but... You put up the stat of what his record is as a starter. Year one to year two, you should see a significant step up. Come on. Year two to year three, we should be sure. Three years in the NFL is a significant amount of time. I think that's an appropriate amount of time for a coach to turn things around. I think it's an appropriate amount of time to see and without question know you're the guy. 
And if you have the number one overall pick mm. and Caleb Williams is coming out in the draft, and even if you don't end up getting Caleb Williams because you mess around and win a couple more games, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. Drake May's still out there. So it's really difficult for me to make a case that you should stick with Justin Fields' passes. Now, I don't, that doesn't mean that Justin Fields won't go on to play somewhere else. Yeah, of course. I think he would be a very serviceable backup. We know he has talent. He can run. He can run fast. So he can run fast. He's ran for a lot of yards. And maybe, maybe this isn't just the right place for him. But you already made the move to stick with him when you had the number one overall pick this year. You, you put faith in him. And I like that they did that. Okay, give him one more year. But we, there's nothing that he's done to secure this franchise position starting for the Chicago Bears. Nothing that we've seen on the field has, with, has removed all doubt that this is the guy moving forward. Is there any doubt that C.J. Stroud is the right choice for the Houston Texans? No, not right now. No, yes. Is it doubt that Bryce Young is for the Panthers? A little bit of something. Little something. No, we don't. We, we don't know. Young, but he's, uh, he's, he's a rookie, though. Justin Fields is in year three. He's a rookie. Justin Fields is in year three. I'm with you. <laughs> so, 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 so like, I, mean, I, 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 I want to keep making arguments years. for him. And I don't even really care about these games yeah. that they've won. Like, it, great. Winning games is hard to do. You beat the Panthers. You beat the Raiders who fired their coach midseason. So, like, let's not start throwing parades here for the, for the, the change. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting crazy with that part of it. But when you're talking about moving into next season, nothing that's happened so far with Justin Fields' career in Chicago has secured his space. So that's why I am not at all saying move on for Tyson, for Tyson Bajan. No. I am not saying that. What I am saying, though, is in Justin Fields' absence, the Bears have won two games. In Justin Fields' presence over the last 18 games, the Bears had won two games. Mm. So I'm not saying it's a, it's a Tyson Bajan thing by any means. Mm. I'm simply saying most often people fear moving on from any relationship because of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Man, what will life be like without this person? Mm. But once you've realized what life is like without this person and for the Bears, you've won two of your last four, why not move on? James, there's only one final thought I have on this conversation is we're also not talking enough about the fact that Justin Fields now be hurt. Last year, I believe it was cracked ribs or ch uh, chest rib fracture. This year, thumb injury. He's only in year three. Yeah. He's now missed four games this year because of injury. He missed two games, if I'm not mistaken, last year because of injury. And his rookie year, he didn't start the whole season. I believe Andy Dalton, uh, Andy, please off camera, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Andy Dalton started Justin Fields' rookie year, so he didn't even have the opportunity to play the whole year to miss the whole year's worth of games. Yeah. So as I'm thinking about it, He's also an injury-prone quarterback that currently is not that good. I do believe he has all the talent to be very good in the National Football League. But, James, that's my final thought is yeah. he's also injury-prone as it pertains to the last two years. And like I say, I mean, it sounds easy. It, it does sound easy. You win two games out of your last 18, it sounds easy. This dude ain't the quarterback for us for the future. But... Justin Fields has shown that he can be a really good quarterback in this league. I just talked about his last three games. He was playing at a very high level. I'm just saying he's shown you that he can be a really good quarterback in this league. So, yes, I know you're looking at the number one pick with Carolina's pick or you're up there, you know, to be able to have a high draft pick. But it's also a lot of busts that come out of the draft, too, at the quarterback spot, he's one too. Of them. So, yeah, he's one of them. You know, and, and, and it's yeah, 15 other ones on hey, here, too. But, but real quick, because I'm going to go to the Niners. So I just want to ask, like, out of all them, what, 31 – Teams or, or, or 31 games he's played. You only talk about his last three. What about the, what about all the other ones? He looked awful though. What about but them what, games? Though? I mean, James, you. A lot you, of James. quarterbacks look awful. Oh, yeah, but, yeah but, but, but just because other quarterbacks don't look good, right. and just because he might have shown a little glimpse of getting better, mm -hmm. they're not looking to get better. They're looking for their franchise guy. And they, well, they did give him three years. Well, like, we're not talking off, though, about moving off of him after a rookie. Three years in the NFL, like, that's, 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 a long time. that's grace. 
That's that's. I was on the phone my third year, brother. Yeah. That, like, but, that's a lot. But first off, the Bears is rebuilding. They are in a rebuild situation, right? So it's not like the Bears just got this dominant roster and on, this quarterback on, is on, hitting the building on, on, and they finna win on, and get to the playoffs. Hold on, hold on, Legend. The Bears are rebuilding in my mind because their quarterback has not been who they thought he would be. Like that's why the Bears are rebuilding. But look if at Justin the roster, Fields was who, But remember. If Justin Fields was who they thought he would be, I believe Roquan Smith would likely still be there because they'd probably be saying, let's win now. So but this... after realizing, wait, you know what? Justin Fields is not who we think he's going to be. Let's rebuild. Yeah. That is why I think they're rebuilding. So Justin Fields is not who we think he's going to be, so let's trade away all of our good players and, and let's try Justin to, Fields? And let's try to reload. Because think about it. Now they did help sudden, him out, though. They did. Now you got to go trade for Chase Claypool. Mm. Now you got to go trade for DJ Moore. Like, now you have to do all of these things because, in my mind, because the quarterback was not who he was supposed to be. The Bears were not that bad. Remember, the Bears made it to the playoffs, had a 12-4 and season with Mitch Trubisky, I believe it was 2018. The Bears, even under Matt Nagy, were vying for playoff yeah. spots. You know better than I. You watch the Packers. You know that division in the NFC North very well. So the Bears were not this bad before Justin Fields. What I just the, can't say what that What is the product on the field this year? It's been bad. A very bad football team. A very bad roster. Like this, this right now they are in a rebuild situation. Whatever quarterback comes through that building, they in a rebuild but situation. Yeah, but, but, you do, but, but you do but, have a number one wide receiver though. I yeah. also don't think it's a bad. You got, him, you got him with Justin Fields or with Caleb Williams or with whoever you draft. Yeah. I don't think that the, the Bears are are without fault here uh, at all. I'm with you. Like Thanks. there's, a, it's not like this is a roster that we would put at the top of the league. They do have some pieces. They did bring in receivers, but at some point you have to also be responsible. You are on the field. You have the ball in your hands more than anyone else. You're the quarterback, and you did have three years. But he, After a rookie season, and also it's not helping that you have guys like Jalen Hurts who didn't necessarily look good in their first year mm -hmm. and then looked a little bit better in their second year. Come on, talk and then about it. we're in the Super Bowl. In Josh Allen's another one. Like, yes, like you, you have to show some significant development. Even if the rest of the roster is not holding up their end of the bargain, we should be able to use our eyeballs and see, wow, like if he just gets this or if he just has an offensive line or if he just gets a running game, they're out of here. No one feels that way about this roster, but nobody feels that Justin Fields is making see, anyone else quick. better. Hold on, Shady. Okay. The only reason is because you said something, and I didn't always agree with it, but the more you started to say it, I thought about it. You shouldn't start disagreeing with it. People were like, man, Justin Fields needs help. And Shady would always retort, the receivers need help. Saying the receivers need help from the quarterback. I don't want to condemn the roster because of Justin Fields. Because when I think about the Bears wide receivers, I think the Bears wide receiving core is good. When I think yes. about even the Bears running backs, whether it's Deontay Foreman, whether it's, I believe, Roshan Johnson. Yeah. The Bears' running back room Herbert, is yep. solid. When I think about the Bears, they are offensive line. They use the first-round pick of tackle, I think number Come 11 on. pick out of Tennessee. They, they trying. Use, like, they're trying. Defensively, you got Jalen Johnson. Eddie Jackson, when healthy, is back there at safety. You got T.J. Edwards. You have Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Like, yep. you got, yep. like, you, I can't even say the roster is bad. And I, I don't like condemning the entire roster because the record is bad. Because now that Justin Fields has not been playing, the record is at 500. Albeit, Joy makes a great point. Bad teams. But Justin Fields has played bad teams, too. And that's, man, he, he, everything I want to say, he just stole. Like, he's a thief. <laughs> but anyway, I will say this. Yeah. I look at a guy like DJ Moore. I watched him play with the Carolina Panthers. Solid years, right? Yeah. Even last year. He, he ain't a real good quarterback, yeah. but he made the best of it because he's a good wide receiver. Why? He can't do the same thing in Chicago. But he have it. He got good numbers. I mean, does he? He does. They could be better. They could be better. Anybody's could be better. They could be but better. He has good I think numbers, the top player is the quarterback he has. He can't really get off the way he wants to. That's the truth of it. But also, I, mean, I don't. I mean, it, had, to, but to your point about the, about the bus, like this, this the whole draft year. class. Nobody whole in this year. draft class, other than Trevor Lawrence, has has really had any success. So it's not like you can really 
point and say, okay, they made a mistake or, you know, they should have gone and kept, like, they would have taken Bryce Young. They weren't going to take back-to-back Ohio State quarterbacks either. So they wouldn't have gone with C.J. Stroud. So there's a lot of things that you can point to here. But at the end of the day, three years is a significant amount of time in the NFL. You had a a genuine opportunity. No, the Bears are not perfect. Believe me, I'm the first one to say it. Mm -hmm. That's not a place where quarterbacks generally have success, but they have tried. And it's, it's, it's just, and, it's just and, what it and, is. And also, and also, and also, football just talk, right? Yeah. So, put yourself in, in his shoes. When I was a rookie, I was so average. I was happy to be there. Like, oh man, like, listen, right? Missing blah, I'm just happy to be there. You learn. I'm happy to start. You learn. My second year, like, all right, I'm ready to play. I start getting better and better, better. You see Game's it on tape. Going down. Yeah. By the third year, I'm like, yo, I'm here. Yeah. When we watch Justin Fields, we don't see none of that. I see sm- maybe a little bit better. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm lying. I don't. I don't say it all. He runs really good. But you should put yourself in that same shoes. Like, why haven't we seen any jumps? I don't see any jumps. See, that's why it's difficult for me because before he got hurt, I, I was seeing jumps. Three, the last three games? The last three games. I was. Playing. He, was playing, he was playing very, very he was playing, well. Playing better. What about the games, games before that? Do we, do I, we mean, not, I can't, oh, I can't oh, argue his record. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Do we not? See, this is the problem I hate with, 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 when people start talking about players, right? Are we just not going to count the other ones he played bad? Well, you should. You're when, you're, when you're a young player, that's why I'm saying you're a young to me, player, it's not, not that, that easy of a decision. You don't count it, but you should be showing improvement. The problem is, at this point, we should know, especially if you have an opportunity oh, to draft guy. another guy. There should be no, at this point, it should be, okay, he can still get better, but we know this is our guy. Right. And that's what we don't have. I see that. I yeah. See that. Well, there is nothing more dramatic in the world of sports or the NFL than a players-only meeting. Mm. When you start calling players-only meetings, there is chaos in the building. There is a players-only meeting called in Buffalo, and we just found out yesterday we have to discuss it. Oh, this is going to be good. Bills are in crisis mode. That's next on Speak. Don't forget, check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel. Can we do, like, a Speak Me? Can I call that? (laughs) No. Do it every day. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We get to second and short, moving to the NFL. I just told y'all before the break, nothing more dramatic in sports than a players-only meeting. That is when the players say to themselves, hey, we need to talk. Mm. They kick all the coaches out the room. They call one another into the room. They mm. huddle up, and they chop it up. Ooh. Well, after losing three out of the last five games, running back Latavius Murray called right. a players-only meeting. Right, baby. Tank. He said, hey, we need to talk. Kicked all the coaches out the room. It was an offense-only, players-only meeting. Now, look, I've been a part of several mm-hmm. players-only meetings. Yeah. They usually change nothing. But what they mean <laughs> is everything. Yeah. They mean there is chaos occurring in the building on either the offensive side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. or both sides of the ball. I was on the New York Giants on practice squad in 2013, a Giants team that had won the Super Bowl two years prior. Antro Roll was there. Mm. Justin Tuck was there. Called a players-only meeting because we were sorry, sorry. Bad, bad. Got the whole defense together. Hey, fellas, we got to get this straight now. Mm-hmm. We continued to lose. <laughs> Thankfully, the Eagles signed me to the active roster, and I left a couple weeks later. With that being said, players-only meetings are never a good thing to five. You know the Bills. You know these players. You're an all-pro running back for the Bills in that organization, in that locker room with those coaches. Now, I have an issue with who called the meeting. I'll get to that later. But for now, oh. for now, 
Big deal or no deal? I, I, that's a big deal what you just said. I can't yes, it is. I want, I, you should have went with that. Why? Not, yeah, I want to hear that. You got a big deal because the, the running back, the backup running back? Tay? Latavius Murray's yeah, a contest. He's the backup running back. Backup yeah. running back, 34-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oldest running back in the, in the league. Why you got a problem with that? Here's why I got a problem with it. Here's why I got a problem with it. Everybody got a problem with it. Everybody has to know who they are on the team. Josh Allen has been with the Bills his entire career. 2017, Correct. I think. Yeah. Cool. Stephon Diggs has been with the Bills, I believe, since 2019. Mm-hmm. Latavius Murray got to the Bills yesterday. Literally, he got to the Bills six months ago. Yeah. Okay. So, who are you? You don't even know this team. Ooh. You don't know this I roster. You don't know oh, these no. dudes. No, 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 no. Um, Diggs and 20. I, I just am saying, yeah. how are you oh, going to call it? Let Josh man. Allen do that. Right, first of all. Let Diggs do that. Because no, they're not to- doing it. That's to- why I got to do it. I'm totally against what you're talking about. Uh-oh. Yeah, like, I mean that. Uh-oh. Because for you to say, who are you? It's like this team. We a team, though, first of all. Sure. And he spent, what, 12 years in the league, something like that? A lot, yeah. Oldest running back in the league. He got, yeah. his, he got his years, and he's he a does. true vet. No doubt about so that. When I, when, when, okay, let me take it back. Take it back. Good when, 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 when GMs yeah. bring in certain players, they bring, they bring them in for roles, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So a guy like Murray, who, mm-hmm. who's not going to get a lot of carries, but he plays, plays enough. Plays a role. They bring him for a role as a vet, as a leader, mm-hmm. as a voice. So it don't have to be Josh. I don't have to be none of them guys. It's a guy that's respecting the league, that's been around for a lot of years, that knows ball. Sure. He's like, yo, let's get this thing together. I love when a player does that. It makes everybody aware. I don't care who it is. As long as somebody that's respected, you don't know how he's respected in that locker room. We just, we, you just talking mm. on how you feel, but you don't know how he's respected of course, in the locker room. But I know locker rooms enough. Obviously, you played longer than I. I will not try to talk over you. But I know locker rooms enough to know, Shady, when you went to the Chiefs, I would be hard-pressed, based on everything I know about you and what you've told me about your tenure with the Chiefs. I think you went to the Chiefs in year 10 mm-hmm. or year 9 of the National Football League. I don't think LaShawn McCoy, with Patrick Mahomes on that roster, mm-hmm. with Travis Kelsey on that roster, with Tyree Kill on that roster, I personally mm. don't see you calling a players-only meeting because you know, I just got here. Well, first I of all, first, first, but see, but, but LaShawn, you just, first thing you said was LaShawn McCoy walking in the building. I, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I come up with experience. I come up with stats. You did, I come no up with doubt. a name. So I give you a better situation, right? So the Bucks, the Bucks. I wasn't running the ball like that, but my voice was when I would speak, people would listen. When we had the, when our running back meetings and all that, I was running the meetings. Offensive. When we had the offensive group um, talks, Tom Brady would call on me to, to be responsible for the running backs, mm-hmm. not Leonard Fournette, not the other guys. They were actually doing the, doing the real work. Yeah. So. That's just your opinion. I can't say you're wrong. Yeah. But I'm saying when you have a brotherhood, you have respect, and, and everything is like, um, even on TV, there's certain people you don't respect more because of the, the work they put in. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude could be a, a, a hot flash. He's real good, but he ain't got no real, no, no, no time invested. It's like, okay, cool. But I gonna, I, I'm not going to get into that. That's a whole other conversation. Sure. I totally disagree, by the way. I want to go to the, the, um, the, the players meeting, right? So when I was with the Bucks, now Tom Brady is different. And... They had it, we were before the bye week. We, were, we had a, we were up and down that season, going to the bye week. And um, we lost before the bye. And then now the coach does a little breakdown, whatever, and then we go home for the week or whatever it may be. So somehow it was a meeting early, like at 7 a.m. So everybody's dragging to get to the meeting. Right? I'm like, we like, who called this freaking meeting? Like, you know what I mean? And Tom said, I did. We like, oh. But to say all that, to say this, it, it was a respect thing because a coach can't save this, this, this team, right? The trainers can't save this team. We can. Everybody needs to hold each other accountable. If you miss that tackle, I don't say nothing to you, I'm letting you down. You know you need to make that tackle. The running back, you need to make that block so I can throw this ball. As a, when you take the coaches out of it, the equation, you, just, you make it all about the players, yeah. that's when it's really dialed in. So I love when I seen they had an all-players you know, players meeting. That's good. That's good. Come on, Joy. Talk to us, Joy. Uh, it, it's something. Mm-hmm. Like, to your point earlier, they could 
continue to be inconsistent for the rest of the year and it means nothing. Or this could be the thing that turns it around and gets them into a whole other space. We won't know until we know. But it's definitely something. You're not having these meetings because everyone in the building is comfortable. Right. And everyone's not attending if they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So to your point about who called it, clearly, whoever called it, everyone was like, yeah, yeah, good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's do that. Let's, let's attend. Let's talk about this and let's get into it because we're in a space where we're being very inconsistent. You just lost a, a, a really, really big game. Mm-hmm. And, and you look, it's, it's win, loss, win, loss. That's not going to work. And it's not going to be reflective in the postseason. You need to be consistent in, in this stretch of the season, be playing your best football. So it's definitely something. I mean, we, they know that there's questions about their consistency. They know Josh Allen has, has mm-hmm. Josh Allen knows there's some questions about their consistency, consistency and his consistency mm-hmm. of play. So I, I think a reset, I think a, a refocus at players only meeting is probably exactly what they needed. Yeah. Now, Will it have any effect? Is it something more than just morale? Again, we won't know until the end of the yeah. season, but it's, it's not particularly surprising. Yeah, it's a couple things that happens with these team meetings, right? <laughs> Number one, when you know it is a team meeting, that means something ain't right. That, mm-hmm. that, let's get that out the way. The point blank period, something ain't right. All right? Number two, I have been in team meetings to where a star has called a team meeting, and I have been in meetings to where a backup has called a team meetings. And you know what team meeting was much better? when the backup called the meeting. And the reason why I say that is because that backup stood up there and he says, I hear you, Shady, you the star running back. Why are you complaining about the plays, bro? It ain't the plays. We've been running the same plays for the last two years. Mm. They've been working, mm. right? Be hard for Josh Allen to stand up there and call Diggs out like that. We're probably out any, you know, hey, get back at him or mm-hmm. sensitivity and all that, right? You, you know what, JJ, run your route. You're talking about the plays and all that. Run your route to win. We complaining about too much. And we got so much more out of the meeting. All the sensitivity, you know, was put to the side, put to the shelf, because you had this backup like, dude, I'm hearing everything mm-hmm. on the sideline, right? I've been listening to these plays for the last three years. We won a Super Bowl with. We've been to an AFC championship with, whatever it may be, right? And now y'all complaining about we got we to get this stuff right. We are not making plays, point blank, period. So for me, I don't care if it's the star that called a meeting, right. the backup called a meeting, uh, the, the trainer called a meeting. Whoever called a meeting, they ain't seeing nothing right, right? And when you talk about a players-only meeting, it don't matter who it is because it's different voices in that locker room. Just because you got Brady on the back of your name, that don't just mean you're a super right. leader. Right. That's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So for me, for Latavius to call this meeting, I respect him because whether I'm playing a lot or not, I'm seeing what's going on. You're speaking and about what it. I'm seeing what's going on ain't turning into wins. So all y'all need to drop your pride at the door. Whatever Latavius wanted that team meeting to be about, we got to get this stuff hey, turned let, around. Let, so let me, let me ask you, I don't mind who called the meeting. Let me ask you one more question because what you said about just who's calling the meeting and, mm-hmm. and if on the Chiefs. So knowing who, who I am, right, how I am, not who I am, but how I am, if Patrick Mahomes makes the wrong read on a on an RPO. If Travis Kelsey misses a certain block, right, do you think I'm going to speak up about that? I think you would have. Okay. Yeah, I think you would have. So, if you know I would do that, then why wouldn't a, a player, because I wasn't playing that much, right? Mm-hmm. Now, at the time I was starting, but let's say, let's say when I wasn't, let's say when I wasn't starting, let's say I was a backup. Mm-hmm. Do you think I still would have said something? No. Why? Because it doesn't imminently impact you. The, the you that I knew in Philly. Okay. Well, you know, that's all. I don't okay, know. You so, could have. So that's why I, when we talk about the years invested. Right now, he's trying to win. I'm, look, Zavis Murray's trying to win right now. No doubt. I don't think he's trying to win a Russian title. He's trying no to doubt. win. So <laughs> at that time, I was trying to win. Yeah. So if, if I see that something's right, now maybe that's probably my issue with, with you know, something's going on. But if I see something wrong, 
the same way he did, I'm going to speak up about it. Like, yo, what's, what's going on? If I see you, head of this show, mm-hmm. doing something that ain't supposed to be right, what you think I'm going to do? Just let you just do it? <laughs> no, I'm going to speak up. But, but all I say all that to say, because I'm not into that, I say all that to say, but like, we can't be a real team. We can't have a real bond if you don't hold me accountable. Here, yes. let me, let I don't me, care what the roles are. Here's my thought process. It's not so much about you holding me accountable. It's more so about, do you know what accountability within this building looks like? Mm-hmm. James brought up a great point. I wrote it down when you were telling your story, James, about a backup calling a players-only meeting. Mm-hmm. It may have been hyperbole when you were saying you may have been facetious, but you said, hey, the backup you were speaking as him said, hey, I've been here for a couple years yeah. now. If Latavius Murray had been a part of the Bills roster for multiple years, I got no issue. Yeah. It's, it's, to me, it's not that Latavius Murray's a backup. To me, it's that Latavius Murray showed up on May 1st. Okay. You don't know this offense. So how are you going to say that this offense looks bad? Because you don't know what this offense looks like. But we don't know. He ain't watching tape. No, no, no. no. Oh, oh, he, he ain't watching tape. He ain't, he ain't in the office. He, when the coach is breaking things down, he's not in there? We also don't. We don't have no idea what the dynamic of their locker room is. For all we know, he could be the most beloved player in that locker room. He could be the one that can talk to every single person and get along with everybody. He could be the bridge, for all we know, between Josh Allen and Diggs when they're getting into it. We don't know what his role role is there but he is a vet we do know that he has many many years in this league so if he's comfortable calling that meeting and clearly they clearly they respect him or or they wouldn't have gone to the meeting you still and, i don't agree that though yeah. why because you if somebody called a meeting you're going to the meeting if ever if some random person who i don't i don't have respect what they have to say about what i do for a living is like yeah i want to call a meeting together and be like okay I'm busy, yeah. but whatever it is, you could put it in an email for me, regardless of how things are going. So, no, I'm not going to a meeting just because somebody asks me to. I'm going because I respect what they have to say. But wh- whoever called the meeting, regardless, they're already telling us. Josh is already telling us this isn't good enough. The Bills are already telling us this isn't good enough. None of these meetings happen if you guys are rolling. If you just ripped off five straight. Why are you having a players-only meeting? And, and this is not – I've never been a part of a team meeting that's about X's and O's. I've been a part of team means as a part of attitude, attitude, yep. complaining, yep. and all. You know what I'm saying? That that's Effort. why, these, yeah, that's why these teams meet and happens. Like, bro, it's too, it's too much. Y'all group over here talking about what coach ain't doing, talking about what offense ain't doing. It, it's too much of that attitudes and all that. I, I see that on the play. Some of the greatest teams that I've been on, the leaders have been backups. That's true. The leaders ain't had the big names on the back of their jerseys. They were they they well respected in the locker room still. Whether they made 15 touchdowns, whether they made two, right? So for me, for Latavius to call this meeting, for for Latavius to call this meeting, that's a dude like, bruh, the mojo ain't right on this team. Uh, Right? The effort ain't right on this team. It's all, like, it ain't, I'm coming up in here, Dorsey need to do this and call this and do that, right? But, hey, we ain't we ain't even practicing the right way no more. We it's a lot of stuff that goes into the team meetings, so, and I don't care who calls it. So you, you, when he made when he said that, you made that face like because you you care who's saying it, who's calling the meeting, correct? Right. So with the Patriots, a lot of my, a lot of my teammates that I played with from the Patriots when they were running things, that was Brady. But as far as who was the vocal, we always see videos of Tom Brady talking all that. I don't even watch special teams like that. Probably Matthew Slater. Slater. Slayton. Slater. Slater. Matthew Slater. Slater. Now, now check it out. Personally. I don't really deal with the special team stuff. Like that. Okay, but what I'm saying is most players, right, ain't really trying to hear what the special team dudes got to say. True that. But True that. the reason why they want to hear what he got to say because they respect him. Sure. Years he's invested in the league mm-hmm. and the, the hard work and all that. So if he calls a, a, a players-only meeting, they're going to show up. And he's a special team guy. Here's, here's 
the difference. And I, I will take ownership because I'm not doing a good enough job communicating this message. Obviously, I know Matthew Slater. I played special teams. Matthew Slater is also, I believe, Andy, one of the 10 most longest tenured Patriots in the history yeah. of yeah. The, or, a New Orleans organization. I have no issue with being a backup. No issue. My issue is with how long have you been there? Now, your experience, more years than me, yours, more years uh, than me, different quick, experience. Let me, let, 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 so that, hear this. that is where my issue lies. So, James Jones, uh, you've been a part of this show, thankfully, I think for four months now. Right. I personally don't see you being like, hey, we all need to talk. I don't, I don't yeah, see it. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't see you being like, hey, you know what I mean? Joy, I know you've been at Fox for seven years. Shady, you've been here for two. Ach, you've been here for four. I just got here, yeah. but we need to talk because what y'all doing ain't right. I'd be like, yeah. hmm? Yeah, but know, we, we, all, we, all, we all respect well, James, though. James is, this isn't James' first television yeah, show. Of course, but, but, but that, wait, 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 so wait, let's say we had an issue on this show, <laughs> right? And James, you said four months, he was here, four months, whatever, okay. And he spoke about it. You would be like... I said, I, no, I respect it. I would just so be like, like you're... Co- you calling a? I'd be surprised. But maybe all of us yeah. are bickering and we don't see it. Right. That's what I'm about to say. That. <laughs> maybe he sees something we don't see. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Hey, I'm That's like, crazy. Hey, like, in my ear over here, shady in my yeah. ear over here. Would I'm you? Let's, per, let's personalize this. Would you feel comfortable? Like, as somebody who, you've done TV, yeah. I mean, you're, you're older than me, you've done TV yeah. longer than me, I believe. Would you feel comfortable as somebody who's only been here for four, 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 four months, a part of a ship that's already moving, that's sailing, would you even feel comfortable? But their ship I isn't feel, sailing. Their feel, ship is sinking and then yeah. rising again. Yeah. But We're I, sailing. Yeah. Yeah, they ship like I would, the Titanic. <laughs> but I would feel comfortable if I felt like it was that bad just because the relationships I feel like I have with y'all. Right. Like, hold on, man. Like, this show finna go under if I feel like I don't say nothing, if it was that bad. You know what I'm saying? So, for Latavius to not be a lead... So, really quick, I want to go back to the point, because you said he's, he wasn't there. He, he ain't there long enough for, to say something. In my opinion. So, I what if his look name look. was bigger on the back of his jersey and he just got there for five months? That's all. That's good? That's no matter you. That would carry more weight. If he was, like, shady, if he had, you know, if he was a future Hall of Famer, that would, to me, carry more weight. But, but, but what does he know, though? He, he just got there. He don't really know the offense. He don't really know the defense So here's whatever. my thought process. I don't even know of Latavius Murray knowing the way. Now, again, no shade. He's played for 11 years. 11 years is a long time. If Shady steps in, he won a Super Bowl. So you know what? He's been where the Bills haven't been. So if Shady says something... But we don't you know, know what? what they're discussing. Like, it's not necessarily uh, that he's going in there and saying, hey, this is how you win a Super Bowl. Maybe he's just like, this is so... And, and we don't know what's going on in the Bills locker room. But maybe he's just saying, this is so toxic that I, and no one is going to take the, the initiative to call this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it because I have been in the league for 11 years. I have been in good locker rooms. I've been in bad locker rooms. I've seen how good leaders lead. I've been around guys that have won championships. I've talked to players who are the greatest of all time. So I have all Let these experiences. Let me ask you a question, Joy. Let me ask you a what, question. What if he's... This is my thing, though, right? And I, we keep making about his X's and O's or, 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 or how long he's been there. What if it's like I'm, I'm watching tape after a game mm-hmm. and I don't see hustle, right? I see guys pouting at the bad plays. I see this. I see that. And I'm speaking about it. You don't need to be there for an eternity to know that, right? And, and, and what if it's I don't see players checking other dudes when they messing up? Not mess up, but, but not having enough effort, not hustling. Some things that you don't need talent to do, you're not doing. So if, if I'm a player that's been around for a game for a long time on good or terrible teams mm-hmm. and I see it, and I speak on it. What's the problem with that? If we say that we are a team and we are a brotherhood, what's the issue with that? Let me, there, say, let me say this. No, no, no. I want to hear him answer that question. The, the, the only issue for me, I think more times in life, people care more about the messenger than the message. Mm-hmm. 
So if I deliver something to Joy, but Joy doesn't want to hear it, but somebody else tells it to her, Acho may have said the same thing. Mm -hmm. But if you don't like Acho, I don't want to hear it. But clearly they if do I, like the messenger because they all went. But they all in, went. in my experience, I can't knock yours, but in my experience, if somebody calls a team meet, a players only meeting, you're going. Stephon like, Diggs, if he don't respect, he ain't going. I don't get okay, That's why I said I'm just saying. And Tony Brown, if he don't like the matter, he ain't going. <laughs> let me say this. If I got to do that, I don't respect, I ain't going. <laughs> let, me, let me say this real quick. Because I played with Latavius when Latavius was yeah, a young was, player, yep. right? With the Raiders when we was 0-10. Man, y'all right? need player meetings. And, <laughs> and we had a couple, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, dude was never shy to voice his opinion. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, even as a young player, he was never shy. He, I don't care if Justin Tuck there, Charles Woodson there, Maurice Jones, Drew there, James, I don't care who. He was Derek Carr. He was never shy to a voice his opinion. You know what I'm saying? If the offense wasn't going the right way, he'd stand up in the offense and mean like, bro, we got to get this thing right. You know what I'm saying? It, it start with me. I'm, I, I, I run through whatever I got to run through. But he was never shy about speaking up. You know, so I don't see him just because he just got to Buffalo and seeing what's going on over there and knowing how it's supposed to look and knowing how it's not supposed to look, the where he's been through with his career, like, no, nah, this ain't it. And I can see him stepping up, calling the team meeting, and I'm not surprised by it at all because that's the, that's the dude he is. And at the end of the day, when you've been in the league that long, backup or not, these dudes respect you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and they respect mm -hmm. the work that you put in the National Football League, no matter what the last name is on the back of your jersey. And at the end of the day, I think all them boys walked in the meeting because they knew that it was something that they had to get ironed out. And they knew it was something that, man, I was thinking about calling the meeting but never said nothing. You know what I mean? And Latavius was the one to call that meeting. So the only bonus out of this meeting is to get a W. Hey, hey, wait, wait. <laughs> with, the, with the Bills, we had Derek Anderson. Yeah, back yep. quarterback. No disrespect. He wasn't that good of a player. Yeah. Am I tripping? Mm. But I remember when he, when he would have, and we would be vocal about different things that we weren't doing as a backup. And, and at the time, I was, I was that guy, right? I, but I respect him enough because his time in the league and the, the preparation he does with the team. I'm like, yo, we a team. Yo, he, yo, Derek's right. Even though Derek ain't throwing no touchdowns, yeah. and he ain't nobody that we're going to follow as a player because he wasn't that good like that. But as a leader and, a, and as a brother, yeah. the things he's saying – He's right, and we need to do better at it. Yep. So you don't got to be the, the superstar to, to be vocal. And to, to your point, he wasn't there in the beginning of the camp. He wasn't there in the first two games. He came like, like fifth year or fifth week. You know what I mean? So he didn't know everything that we knew. But it was a part about us being a brother and respecting. Like, I respect what he's saying because he's right. The way we practice and the way we play in the games, this ain't Buffalo yeah. football. So that's why I had an issue with you saying because when we were brotherhood, right, obviously there's some stars and all that, but – it's about leadership. It's about respect. And if I respect you enough, you might not be as good as me, right? But I would respect what you're saying because, yo, you're right. We need this type of voice. A lot of great players won't speak up. This and, news is quiet. And not only that, you, you spoke on this show. Um, and I think ratings is up, right? But if ratings was ratings all Ratings is up right okay, now. Okay, so don't, that's don't good. I mean, we're doing something, right? Say it is. But if ratings was all the way down... Right? And oh. we was the worst show on Fox. Not gonna waste And we out of the playoffs and all that type <laughs> stuff. Tripping. And I hear all the commotion. I would say something. Acho, hey man, you need to clean I hope you, I hope you do. Please. <laughs> That's real. Because if you don't, I'm gonna look at you differently. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You better say something. <laughs> you come to the mean shady? I'm coming. <laughs> oh. Hey, you're gonna be late, though. I'll tell you that, bro. You're gonna be late. Wait, but I'm coming. <laughs> all right, family, when we return, Niners have the biggest game this weekend coming up. It is versus the Jags. But get this, the Niners have lost three straight after looking like the best team in football. Who needs to show up more, the offense, which has been struggling, or the defense, which has made drastic changes? That's next on Speak. James calling the meet.
right, family, we're on third and long. Third topic of the day, and this might be the best one. The Niners. They've lost three straight, but it doesn't get any easier. After losing to the Bengals before the bye week, everybody looked how Fred Warner looks right there because they had lost three in a row, and now they got the Jags. Jags are the hottest team in football. They have won five straight. Count them up. Five straight defense, giving up 24 points per game over that stretch. Shady, here is my favorite question of the day. Offense for the Niners, they've been struggling. Mm, Defense struggling. for the Niners, they've been struggling. Mm -hmm. Who needs to rebound more, big dog? Is it the offense or the defense? It's got to be the defense, mm. right? When you think of the 49ers, who are they? Who are they? They a defensive team first. I always say this, who made the 49ers? It wasn't Brock Purdy, right? He helped out when he's playing well. Christian McCaffrey, he helped out. He's a baller. Mm. Kittle, he helps out. He's a baller. Sure, Williams is probably a little more than all that. But it's the defense that makes the 49ers. Even before they had Chris McCaffrey, even before they had uh, um, um, Trip Williams, they were still winning games, right? And what happened was they were going to the playoffs with that type of defense. You're not scoring on the defense. You're not scoring on us. No, no, no. You're not going up and down the field, running the ball. Throwing. You're not doing that. If you look at the last couple times that these guys have played, I didn't take the, the, the Bengals game, right? Because was, that was a big game for me because they, at the time, they both was kind of struggling, right? And the Bengals were trying to get back into the flow of no. things. Right now they're rolling, but they were trying to get back into it. And I watched them boys go up and down the field. Mm -hmm. I don't care who it is. You don't do that against the, the 49ers defense. We keep talking about how the defense coordinator, Wilkes, how is he coming down from the booth to the field or is he going back up? What is he doing? Mm -hmm. Why are we doing all that? Why are we doing all that? Why are we trying to figure that out? Because the defense is so big to them. <clears throat> if Brock Purdy doesn't have a good game, right, for the future, he'll still be around. Mm -hmm. Wilkes is going to get fired. Mm. So it's now Dang. for the defense. When you look at all the names on that defense, the roster they got, oh, my God. It's an MVP type of team on defense. Mm -hmm. it's, and then you add Chase Young, so it's got to be the defense. If they don't play well, the Niners will have no shot to win this game. It's on me. Tony James. <laughs> Tony James and Tony Friday. Uh, what does Kyle Shanahan coach? Offense. 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 As a head coach, Acho, tell me again. Remind me again of what you say. Huh? You got to handle your side. Handle of the ball your first. side of the ball first. You offense, right? Mm -hmm. All right. This offense been garbage the last three weeks. Maybe you should talk about going in the booth or being on the field or something like that, because y'all been garbage too on that side of the ball. The quarterback that you chose, you gave, traded away Trey Lance for this quarterback right here. Six turnovers in the last three weeks. You are calling the plays for this young fella. You have George Kittle out there. You have Christian McCaffrey out there. You have Brandon Ayuk out there. Do something. For me, this ain't, all, this ain't all on the defense. When they were winning games, yeah, the defense was playing well, but he wasn't putting them in bad situations neither. He was taking care of the football. So for me to bounce back, Kyle Shannon, you this offensive guru, we put you up here on this pedestal of, of calling plays and doing that and changing any quarterback in the world to being a really good quarterback. Well, the last three weeks, your offense has been garbage. It's time for the offense to step up and everybody not to blame this all on the defense 24-7 and the offense to get out there and start taking care of the football again and scoring and moving the ball down the football field. So I need to see this offense bounce back. Six turnovers in the last, well, six interceptions in the last three weeks? Come on, man. That's offense. They're not going to like that, James. Hmm, good. They're like it. <laughs> you know, and I was an offensive player, man, but come on, man. Ain't blaming on Steve Wilkes and the defense 24-7, Joy. You want me to keep going? Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. just saying, they're not going to like it. I mean, my, my first line is the defense because Kyle Shanahan has never held responsible for anything. No, that's the problem. I mean, it's Steve Wilkes' fault now, See? right? Like, it's the defense. If you, are a, if you are an offensive coach that, like James said, we put into the top upper mm -hmm. echelon of the league mm -hmm. where he should be because he is a game. great 
offensive mind, wouldn't you build the team around offense? Mm. Because if like, like similarly, when we have defensive head coaches, you, you go through offensive coordinators. You have, to, you have turnover at that position because you're, they're not the head coach. So they're going to go move on. If they have success, they'll move on to other places. Well, you're going through defensive coordinators, but you're the head guy and you built the team on defense. So it's a bit confusing for me why it would then be the defense's fault if you are the offensive guy that we put in the top of the league. Mm-hmm. I think it's on the defense as well because it's too late now. This is the choice that you made. This is how you built the team, brick by brick, right? This is how you build the team. You have, a, you have a, a, a wall of an offense. You get to the quarterback. You get great field position. You, you, you put the quarterback that we don't think is a bona fide franchise quarterback in bad positions, and then you're able to win games. That's the, that's the formula. So whether it whose fault and what and how you built the team, the construction, it's too, it's too late now. I don't. I, I think Brock Purdy is struggling because he's a young quarterback and everything isn't perfect for in him. Second year, yes. He's not playing. Okay, but that was Kyle Shanahan's choice. But I'm saying, but they they built their team on defense. They did, and all, but all, but all, but, all all, but it's always the same thing, Shady. It's always that you have Jimmy Garoppolo or you have Brock Purdy or you take this massive, unbelievable swing to get Trey Lance, and it's like we don't need, we don't need, we don't need. But you're an offensive guy, so if your defense struggles at all, can you pick it up? Like, can we, can we do anything? Now all of a sudden it's on, it's, it's, it's just yeah, like, because the defense isn't doing well that you're throwing interceptions? That's, that's, but that's how they Here's, were built. That's how they were built. Even when they were at the, at the Niners at their best, they were built through defense. That's why we, we, we joke about it, about having any quarterback there, because the defense is that good. For example, when y'all were number one seed and you and A-Rod, y'all was doing y'all thing, when they beat up on y'all and Lambeau Field, right? Wasn't the offense, they ran the ball, but what they do? It they stopped y'all. Huh? I don't remember. I got yeah. that page y'all now. No, I'm, no, no, I'm being serious. Yeah. It's Friday, so that's why I'm, like, real passionate. But the thing is, <laughs> why they beat on y'all like that? Because y'all couldn't do nothing on offense. They stopped y'all. You're not running the ball. You're not throwing the ball. Nothing you can do. That's what the Niners been. So at, at the way you're speaking about it, I, I get what you're saying, but the way that the Niners was built yeah, the last great. couple of years is all defense. So why wouldn't we make the defense at fault now? We going to blame it on a, on a second-year last pick in a draft quarterback? No, I'm not. Because he, he, he had some, 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 some solid games? Mm. It's the truth. Can you tell me what they want? Because the best friend of a, of a young quarterback is either running game or what else? Can you tell me what, they, what else? Can you defense. tell me what they won with that good defense? They, they got they got to an the They, they got won. there. They ain't won oh, nothing. Oh, 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 oh. And I'm gonna say it again. And you should know better than this. And it's not. It's hard as hell to win championships. No question. But only thing you do as a player as a team is get the chance to I, get there. I know, but we right, just so they get in there. But we keep me. on we keep on talking about this defense. Like every time we talk about the Niners to win a Super Bowl, all we talk about oh, is quarterback. Bro. And they found one. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't that what it is? Jimmy G was holding him back. Jimmy G can't make these throws. Yo. You know what? Cal found one, and we still blaming it on the defense. And he turning the football out over. Out of 32 teams. Maybe three of them, maybe three of them teams, other than the, 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 the main guys, would love to be the Niners. To have a chance to get to the Super Bowl? Yeah. I'm, I'm with that. Right, so, so can just, we, uh, just the Chiefs. Can we stop acting like that don't count? I hate we act like that don't count. It does here's, count. That's hard as hell to get there. 2-5, here's my thought. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. I, need, I, need, I, need, I need some water. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's Friday. They, the reason to me enough. it's the defense is because the defense has no excuse for this bad play. Ooh. Jalen Hurts' worst game in his last two and a half years, was against the Jets. Yeah. And if y'all recall that game versus the Jets, well, what happened? Lane Johnson was hurt. Lane Johnson was hurt, and Jalen Hurts threw three interceptions for the first time since 2021, day. if I'm not mistaken. Patrick Mahomes is likely going to be the greatest or second greatest quarterback to ever play this game. But when he played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when Shady won his second Super Bowl, what happened? 
no Eric Fisher was yeah. out, starting left tackle who got hurt in the AFC Championship game versus the Buffalo Bills. Patrick Mahomes looked pedestrian, and we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. The reason the defense has to show up more than the offense for me is Trent Williams, I believe him to be the second best tackle of the generation behind Joe Thomas. Trent Williams is Ooh, out. Whoa. So, Joe, so for, anyway, Joe was a bad boy. Joe ain't Trent. He ain't, he ain't Trent. I'm not, that's, Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to get distracted by that. I mean, Joe Thomas yeah. obviously is a first ballot Hall of Famer, so, so he may not be Trent Williams, but obviously he's good. He's we, not no, a bad guy. We, we, we got you. So with that being said, if Trent is out, and we saw what Jalen Hurts looked like without Lane Johnson, we saw what Patrick Mahomes looked like without Eric Fisher. Then I expect Brock Purdy to look bad. However, James, where I am at is Nick Bosa's not out. Who mm. Funga's not out. Mm. Fred Warner's not out. Either. Ward, Lenore, Gibson, they're not out. Greenlaw be hurt sometimes, but Greenlaw not out. Hargraves not out. Armstead this year, he's not out. And they just added Chase Young. So when I look at it, the defense has no excuse. So I need them to have a big Point. game because they have no excuse for their bad games. The offense, you don't have Trent Williams. If you don't have Trent Williams, I would hope the quarterback is. And you don't have a second a second year starter either, though. Them boys is all grown. So then when do we when do so we, we stop taking get... them seriously as a contending team? If Trent is not if Trent was out for the year, I would be like, hey Niners, y'all are y'all are done for the year. Yeah. If Trent was out, like, if your starting left tackle was... Now, he did return to practice yesterday. I believe he's questionable. But, like, if Trent were to be... If Lane Johnson were gone, I'm telling you right now, I'm taking all my money off the Eagles. Yeah. If Lane was out... Our, our, record, our record's real bad without Lane. Without Lane, the record is average is grits. So, if Lane is gone, I'm taking all the money off the Eagles. No, no, no. So, Trent is that important to the Niners' offensive success. So That's why I care more about the defense. So, we, we, we sitting here saying if Lane Johnson is gone and Jalen Hurts has six interceptions. We're going to say it's the defense. We ain't going to say that, that Jalen Hurts playing bad. We, we are. going to say this often. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, okay, they losing because both sides ain't playing well. Of course. But everybody just going straight at the defense. This boy is throwing picks. These defenses on short fields. In the Minnesota game, all-out blitz, forget it. End of the game, we stopped these boys twice, gave you the ball twice, and you threw two interceptions. Wouldn't you but, say, though, like, hey, defense, I need you to carry me. But th because didn't that happen, though? They've been carrying their whole that, – but the, the way you just said that is a great point. The Niners, since I've been knowing them, right, even when Frank Gordon was just popping back in the mm -hmm. day. 2013, It was defense, right? Every – okay, I'll, I'll break it down like this and I'm done with it. Every team we could talk about, I could sit here and tell you right now, if you ask me, what are they built on, right? Yeah. What's, what's the team's strength? What does the coach prioritize in that, in that, in that franchise? The Niners, it's the defense. Even though you got to couch him as an offense, it's a defensive team. They, they, set the, they set the stage for the team. No question. Right? The Chiefs. It's so crazy right now that Chiefs are so good on defense, right? Everybody keeps talking about because they've never seen it before. Yeah. And the thing is, right, in the past, other than this year, in the past, the Chiefs thing is this. We got to go hard. We got to outscore everybody. Mm -hmm. right. Why is that? Because the way we're built. We're building this team on offense, mm -hmm. skill positions, and we're going to have a couple of good players on defense. Honey Badger here and there, mm -hmm. uh, Chris Jones, Jones that make plays here and there. Not to be a great defense. So now it's the same thing with the not. Why you push back on that? I agree with everything you're saying, actually. I'm just saying that oh. maybe shouldn't we just give, like, more credit to Robert Sala and D'Amico Ryans? And we did, though. See, but, no, 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 like, more. Like, if, if this team is built on defense and they look like this when the defense is bad, 
I feel like the defensive coordinators are kind of carrying this team. Like, which oh, is they, it? They is always, this a they team? Been doing that but we don't talk about the defense. We talk about Kyle Shanahan. Oh, no, I, I, I talk about which is it? Is this defense, a team that's beat? Hold on. Even in the first five games, right when they were playing good defense, yeah, like 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 and good. So we weren't talking about Steve Wilkes. Man, good offense too. We didn't, but, we didn't hear Steve Wilkes' name until something bad happened. True, but we talked about the defense. Okay. When, 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 when no, the, we didn't talk about Wilkes. We talked about when, the when, when, when the when last year playoffs, right? Because yeah. we love and respect playoffs yep, here. Yep, cool. Yep, yep, I'm cool yep, with too. that. When they played the Cowboys, right? We wasn't up in and going crazy over the Niners' offense, were we? In the big moment, do nothing crazy. We were really just right. talking about that. <laughs> but but the, the, the real reason was the defense. Mm -hmm. We correct, we stopping the run, we, we playing good defense in the pass, and we getting turnovers. And hold up, and we getting great field position for our young quarterback. I agree with all that. Hold up, that's all. That's how, they've been out like that for years. I agree that's with what that. they play. I, I totally I, agree. Look, look, I'm just saying, look, 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 I'm just saying let's start talking about ones. this team that let's start talking we, about the We're not going for 200 yards. We're not doing that. Deshaun Jackson, you have a couple of good plays. You're not going to go crazy. We got to play smart football. Don't turn the ball over because that defense is real. They want to get footballs for the young quarterback. That's how they win games. That's how they've been winning. And all that is good. And Cal Shannon, hold on, last thing. And Cal Shannon, why he gets a lot of respect, because he's been a good quarterback everywhere he's been yep. at. Yep. Y'all are just talking about the Niners. Nope. When Cal Shannon, every team he's been on, he's been a hell of a coordinator. He's Remember, very talented. All right, so that's so he's not the best coach in his division. But what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if we talking about Cal Shanahan, we saying as far as an offense of, of Guru Mind, because right. we're because everywhere he's been at, okay. we're talking about the 49ers. Okay, so it's, and if we talk about the 49ers, the big thing about them is they defense. And that, and, I and agree all, with you. And all that's good. And all that's good. They are built on the defense, and you're just gonna keep coming up short. Because the offense ain't gonna come yeah, well, up and make no exactly, plays for you that's how, that's when they have to make the play. Because that's how that's it is. Same so with, keep, on, the, keep the, on coming the, up same short. With them, uh, the, if the you keep Packers. coming up when short, you, they went all offense. Hey, I won one though. Cash out here won none. So if you keep coming up short, couple defensive players, you gonna get fired. What's the dude over here? What's the dude over here? Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews had the big guy in the middle. What's the dude? Show me what you got. No, 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 no. He's doing this. DJ Raji. There's Charles Woodson. He would. And all offense. Yep. That's how they was built. That's so it. So when I say the same thing about the Niners, why you get why your face no, is all because mixed up? No, because at one point, we agree. Hold on, I agree the way they are built. We're but at one point, no, at one point you gotta help. Listen, yeah, I'm not even saying that. I, I they, agree. On a Friday, I am cooking. I egg. agree. I'm gonna break. I agree. I'm just saying. This is Nico Ryan's team. This is Steve Wilkes' team. This is Robert Sala's team. That's how they built it. That's what you're talking about. They built on defense and then it came up yeah. short every single year because what? And what do we say? Man. Oh, the quarterback got to make a throw. Man. Well, he making throws right now in this interception. Yeah, I I so like stay built like that. I have to go. I don't know. Bacon Jones over there. <laughs> I don't think when that's how that went. When we return, oh, it is time for Friday Flowers. <laughs> It's just the best segment of the week. And, and Can I get my flower for that last segment? You should. No. Pork Why? bacon, you just turkey yelling. sausage. What you gonna be? Orange juice? Let's get it. You syrup, make the syrup. Orange juice. I feel like this is more, uh, like, well, what is up, family? Welcome back to Speak. It is time for Joy Taylor to highlight some of the best stories around the sports world that you may not have heard of. Joy, who deserves the flowers on this Friday? Well, before we get to the accomplishments on the field of play, I want to honor those who serve our country. Happy Veterans Day. I come from a huge military family with veterans 
from the Army, Air Force, Marines, my grandfathers, uncles, sister, cousins. A special shout out to two of my cousins who currently serve in the Army and Marines. So thank you to all the veterans for your sacrifice and your service. We celebrate you today, so flowers for you. I've been so excited all week to give this man some flowers. Josh Dobbs, he stepped in for the Vikings on Sunday after just five days with the team. He was with the Browns all preseason before the Cardinals traded for him before week one. After starting all season, Arizona traded him to Minnesota. He's backing up Jared Hall. Hall was injured in the first quarter, so Dobbs stepped in. Three total touchdowns later, he led the Vikings to the win in Atlanta. He's the first player in NFL history to score three-plus touchdowns and back to back weeks for two different teams. Unbelievable watch. Congrats to him. Flowers to Dobbs. Finally, CJ Stroud is on a roll and he's just getting started. On Sunday, the Texans scored his second overall pick through five touchdowns, 470 yards, which are both NFL rookie records. An unbelievable game, my favorite game of the weekend. An impressive comeback win over the Bucks. Stroud had the ball with the ball, had the ball in his hands with 16 seconds left, 41 yards to go. Found Tank Dell on two beautiful throws to set up and score the game-winning touchdown. A hell of a way to finish off a record-setting day for the rookie standout. Texans fans think they have their guy, and we hope to see a lot more of that type of play from Stroud this season. So flowers to C.J. Stroud. And finally, on this Friday, I'm going to give a few flowers to our guy, Emmanuel Acho. Acho! Happy birthday! Oh, Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you. Thank you, family. When we return, we have to talk about Caleb Williams because he responded to the critics of him crying in the stands last week. Remember, after last week's loss to Washington, he went into his mom's embrace and started crying. That was one of the most polarizing topics in the sports world this past week. He responded, we'll respond next on Speak. And his mom was clever, though, to cover his face while he's crying. Okay, we are in overtime, family. Caleb Williams, he made headlines last week. They lost to Washington at home, whole world watching, and he jumped into his mother's arms and began to weep vigorously. Well, a lot of people have some things to say about that. Caleb Williams, he responded. Take a listen. I go out every single day and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. I give my all in every single play, um, every chance that I get. So, um, you know, been an advocate for mental health and, you know, um, you know, trying to show your emotions and express yourself and things like that. I mean, um, it's something that I've been doing since I was young. And then now actually, you know, being on the, you know, the national level, being able to, you know, try and try and share that awareness with the public. This is a topic that transcends the sports world. These are my favorite topics, topics that exist in sports, but really they matter to you. Um, I loved Caleb Williams' response, but I also loved Caleb Williams' tears in the moment. It's Caleb Williams showing that he is willing to express himself in a healthy manner. That's why I loved it. Uh, full transparency, I started this day weeping myself. New year, new birthday, all the things. I started the day shedding tears of myself because I was like, you know what? There is gratitude, and this is my emotional response to it. I like Caleb Williams and his response in that moment. Moment. Also, we know that Caleb Williams is an advocate for mental health, this very sensitive topic in this time. So I won't de 
derail the conversation going there. But Shady, I'm simply going to focus on loving the response, loving Caleb Williams, the tears in the moment. But most importantly for me, it was after having that moment with his mom in the stands, he collected himself, got back together, ran into the locker room in front of his teammates, and then he was once again composed. Have the moment you need to have for your own health. And it seems like Caleb Williams, that's what he did. That's why I loved it. You cried today? All day. Every, every birthday. All day? Every day since every birthday since 30, I start the day crying. Oh, okay. <clears throat> cool. That's, that's what you're doing. Can we go out? No, we go out. Anyway. <laughs> we could cry some joy to tears in the club, too. Anyway, actually, it's funny that... I, so I support Kelly Williams with him crying. And I actually seen him, uh, what I said, last, last week or yeah. a couple days ago, whatever. And I said, hey, man, don't let them people make you feel um, different or, or, or not right because you want to cry, right? Let your emotions show. And he smiled. He said, yeah, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I did. So I like that he's, he's aware of, of it's okay to be himself. See, the, three, the reason why I loved it because somebody out there, hopefully the Bears, if, they, if they're smart, they go out there and they try to get a guy like Caleb Williams to change their franchise. And then for all the reasons of him being a great player, great star, great generational talent, but another part is caring about the game. When you cry and you show your emotions, I don't care if it's in the locker room like James wants it to be or if it's in the stadium with your mom or your, or your pops. I like to see it because he shows his emotions that I really care. I put a lot of effort and hard work every day in practice to try to win these games. I'm on a losing streak. So I'm frustrated and I'm upset and I'm crying. I love to see that because he shows you that he really cares about the game. James, where are you at on this topic? It's Joy's turn. I had a joy. <laughs> joy was. Yeah, uh, well, okay. Um, joy. No, I mean, I had no problem with him crying. I, I don't think crying is any different than being happy, is any different than yeah. being mad, is any different than grief or any other temporary emotion that humans experience and then it passes through. And it's why you shouldn't, you know, hopefully make permanent decisions based off of temporary emotions. We say that all the time because. That's what people do when they're emotional. They want to make a decision, and that can affect your future. It's not that serious. He cares about the game. They were losing. They're, they're, it's going to affect his legacy in college football, which he cares about. It's not all under his control whether or not they win these games. And he's upset. Uh, my opinion is I like seeing people emote. I would rather you care that you're losing than not care. Right. What's way more irritating to me is seeing somebody just stone face, not reacting, or worse, laughing in a situation that requires some seriousness. I, 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 you know, I like to have fun. I have fun, right? But like, I'm like, with the ha-ha kiki when we were we trying to do something serious here. Right. Relax, do that another time. So I, I have no problem with what he did. I, it, didn't, it didn't bother me that he was crying because I think we have a toxic relationship with crying as a society to begin with. And I say that as somebody who refuses to cry in front of other people, so. Yeah, I, um... <laughs> I don't have no problem with the crying. I don't. Free yourself, brother. Acho cried this morning. I'm just going to keep it Ooh. a buck with you. If you started the show, what up, Speak Family, and started crying, I said, this boy doing this for, them, for the everybody watching. Look at him, he could cry in the locker room. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's, just, that's just what I would have said, right? I don't care if you could. This is a passionate game we play. We work extremely hard to play this game we are trying to win, right? He's lost three times, and he's been caught crying three times. Right? So, you know, for me, <laughs> be looking at me like this. Crazy, you know. What's wrong, Shady? So, oh, no, what's no, you looking at me crazy. So it's for like, me, crying is cool. It's the, the grace, way you do it. Right here. We've never seen somebody jump up in the stance and cry. I'm, I've cried on the football. I cried when I lost. I cried when I won the Super Bowl. Tears came down, right? Um, I'd have been in situations with my teammates where we lost some tough games. I see one of my teammates where you embrace whatever, tears come down. For me, I just felt like, man, 
It's a, for me, it was an attention-seeking behavior jumping in the stands. I felt like if you see one of your brothers on the field after a tough loss, y'all done battled y'all tails out, y'all start crying, that's sports. That's football. But for me, jumping up in the stands, that was, that was a little different. And it's after quickly. every game. Quickly, uh, obviously, I got to go to break out. <laughs> I'm looking at Let me ask you this quickly. If he jumped in the stands to celebrate with his family, same issue. Jump Say they the win, team. and he jumps in the stands to celebrate with his mom and dad. Do you have the same issue? Well, see, I would rather you celebrate with your teammates. Fair. What if he did both? You know? Celebrate his teammates on the field, and he sees his mom, and he jumped there. That's, that's, that's something different. Okay. Like, I think if I see if I seen you coming off the field and you embrace it with your teammate and you crying or whatever, and then your mom, you see your mom, you, that, that's different. I, I feel like that's like, okay, that's authentic. Running and sprinting to the, to the, to the bleachers to cry with your mom. Oh, the man. issue is not the tears. The issue no. is when yeah, and where the tears are. Like, I know, one, on, I know what, what I want. But, I mean, it's tears after every game. Yeah, understand. We all emotional. I know what I won't do. Not crying around James. I won't cry around him. <laughs> I'm with the crying. Okay? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm not crying. Well, when we return, bad the news. I'm crying. Matchup of the weekend in the AFC: Browns, Ravens. You got seven and two. And you got five and three. It's a big time matchup with two big time quarterbacks: Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Who has more at stake? It's five hundred million dollars between those two. We got to talk about. Woo! Why would you say two big time quarterbacks? Let's get back to the NFL in our hurry-up offense. We got to keep this one moving, but this game is going to be fantastic. A AFC North matchup. This is what football is all about. It is going to be physical on defense and on offense. Two of the best defenses in football, Shady McCoy, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Bring us on camera because we are going to be a CA spotlight between two superstar quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, Shady, what? Wait. I want, wait, one more time. Say it again. We're going to see a highlight between two superstar quarterbacks. Deshaun. I, I thought you said that. It's only one superstar quarterback. Mm. One used to be, mm. but I got to be honest. Mm. He's not that. Uh. So let's just say this. Let's do it all over again. Big game against one superstar quarterback and a really, really great defense from the the, uh, the Bear or the Browns. And then you can name your quarterback, Deshaun. But Shady, Deshaun, 4-1 and one is a starter <laughs> man, this year. Man. The Ravens are winning games, no. but the Browns are two winning games. Then at least answer me this, Tupac. Okay, answer okay, me this. Okay. Who has more at stake on Sunday, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson? You know what? The, the, the popular answer would be Deshaun Watson because he hasn't shown anything really yet. But I can't do that because we know who he is now. Before mm. I was given a great spirit, I thought that he would emerge back to the player we thought he was. Some days it's over with. You don't think that's coming back? I haven't seen anything close mm. to it, right? I, I haven't. Anyway, I got to say it's Lamar Jackson. Just to stay hot, stay the, the hottest team in the AFC, stay in, in that MVP, MVP conversation. I think everything has to do with Lamar Jackson at risk. With the team he has, the way they've been playing, the teams they've been playing, the teams they've been beating, the way they've been beating teams, they're keeping that up, keeping that momentum and that uh, consistency. Yeah, I agree with Shady. The, the correct answer is Deshaun Watson, two times. But it's, it's going to be Lamar Jackson because Lamar is now being held to the standard of he has more to prove in this league, right? right. He has a unanimous MVP. He's won regular season games. What is he going to do in the postseason? A big part of that is going to be how you land in the postseason. So they need to keep this momentum and stay on this MVP run that he's on. He should be in that conversation. And, you know, this is a, this is a big time Division matchup, but right. the correct answer is Deshaun Watson. But yeah, yeah. Like, like, right well, for me, it's, it's Deshaun Watson. Two hundred thirty M's guaranteed. We have not seen the Deshaun Watson of old, like you said, Shady. Yet we don't know if he's coming back. But we brought you over here thinking he was coming back to beat Lamar Jackson mm. and Joe Burrow. 
Not, not to beat Kenny Pickett, right. all right? Not to beat the Arizona Cardinals. Like, we didn't bring you back to, to win those games. We brought you in to compete for this division and be able to compete with JoJo Burrow and Lamar Jackson. You didn't play in the first outing, and Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens ran y'all out of y'all own stadium. This is a game right here. You got to show up. $230 million. I don't care what you got to do, but we have to start seeing the old Deshaun Watson. Are we going to be sitting up here talking about, is he the quarterback he. for the Cleveland Browns? I'm sitting there right now. Period. If you, if you take ah. him out and you put Baker Mayfield, it's the same. I mean, oh, Lord. I'm just saying. What is it, what is, I mean, Deshaun hasn't played great. Come on. He hasn't, he hasn't lived up to the expectations. Yeah. Well, I promise you this. On Monday's show, we will be leading with the winner of that Niners-Jags game because it is that important. Niners, they are struggling. They've lost two, three straight. Jags are smoking. They've won five straight. Who is going to win that game and why? When we return, we're going to give you our answers for the biggest game of the weekend. That's next on Speed. So when are you going to lose faith? I mentioned the Niners and Jags. James Jones, our two-minute drill as we wind yep. down. It's a huge game. There's yes, no way to overstate how big yeah. a game this is. So break it down. Who wins and why, big dog? I like Duval. I like Duval in this game. They on a five-game winning streak playing really, really good Ooh. football. They got confidence. Um, they coaches ain't blaming each other for nothing. Um, mm. I think this team is playing a really at a really good pace right now. I like them. And I believe they are at the crib. Niners struggling even after the bye. I like, I like Jacksonville. Jacksonville's playing really, really mm -hmm. well right now. I can't see the Niners losing four games mm. in a row. Mm. I, may, I might be wrong, mm. but I think they're going to come out of this by a little more focus. I think they're going to correct the things they needed to correct. And uh, it's, I think it's going to be a good game, though. And if they don't, I want to know who fault it is. I wanna, after this. I, we know who fault it is. We know whose fault it is. <laughs> Two five, who wins and why? I'm going with the Niners. Mm. I think that the defense comes back to the old defense that we know, mm. creating turnovers, getting great field positions. And the young boy Purdy just capitalizes off of that. Yeah. I think the Niners win because I think the Niners have to win. If the Niners do not win, we have to realize what we are saying. If the Niners come off a bye week losing four straight and don't have it fixed, I don't think they will have it fixed the rest of the season. And I refuse to believe that this Niners team with this talent can't get right. From a talent perspective, hey. I'm not going to the club. What club y'all going to? No club. Call me. Okay, don't DM me. 